what's going on to all my beautiful people on this platform so i just wanted to quickly say if you really support and um like this uh podcast please donate or share the fucking episodes and let people know about this platform because that's the only way it will be able to reach podcasting is a different beast you know um that's why I don't podcast like that because that's just the that's just the way the game is played when it comes to uh you know podcasting, right? So, you know, donate whatever you can or just share my shit or just let people know about my platform, all right? But I just wanted to quickly start talking about um you know, empaths being mirrors, you know, um a lot of people talk about boundaries, right? Oh, you need to have boundaries for this. You need to have boundaries for that, you know? But most people, when they talk about boundaries, they're talking about physical boundaries, 3D boundaries. And that is the tip of the iceberg. You have to understand that what we're dealing with in the physical is just 1%. The other rest, which is the 99%, is metaphysical, right? And... If you are an actual empath, you know, um, you have to understand the metaphysical boundaries of things, you know, because, you know, they like to say that, you know, empaths are high, high targets to narcissism, right? Or narcissistic people, you know, but let's, let's look at how these people function, right? They're obsessed with the camera. They're obsessed with the mirror in front of them, right? These kind of entities, they're just, they just have this obsession with looking through a mirror, with looking through a camera, with constantly taking selfies or even video recording themselves, right? And it's because behind a mirror, behind a camera, there's, there's a portal. There's a portal, right? To the metaphysical side of things, to the spirit world. And behind the spirit world, there is good and there is bad energy, okay, trapped on that other end of the spectrum, okay? And um, the only way the spirit world can actually come close to us is either through electricity, right? Because electricity is energy. Scientists call it energy. Spiritual people or religious people call it you know, spirits, right? Um, so where I'm going now with this is that behind um, electricity, there is a negative and a positive energy, right? That is a dualistic energy or dualistic um, current that is, you know, traveling through the wires, right? In order for you to have light, in order for you to have your television on, and such forth, right? That is how you have electricity in your house. You know, it, 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 it sucks to say this, but electricity is spirits, you know? So your whole house is surrounded by spirits, whether you like to hear that or not, okay? You know, um, and, and, and these spirits are transferred from your television. They can even be transferred through your phone. You know, they, they turn on your lights and they flicker your lights on. They, they turn on your ceiling fans on, you know, not only through that portal, but they also are able to, um, kind of like 
you know, cause spirits are, they try to get as close as possible, as possible, um, through you as they can. So besides electricity, their other form of way of getting close to you is through a mirror, right? Or even through the plumbing pipes, you know, you start hearing your pipes make some weird, crazy noises and you don't understand why they're making that noises more than likely as a spirit going through the pipelines and, and they're trying to, you know, um, communicate with you, whether it's a good spirit or not, right? You wake up in the morning and you go near your toilet, right? And it has like this, this very funky smell, you know, it's, 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 it smells nasty, right? It kind of smells like death, right? You go around your toilet when you wake up in the morning and, and you smell that death smell around the toilet. And it's because those are spirits that are trying to get close to you through your plumbing pipes because spirits also, um, travel through the underground soil. You understand what I'm saying? And their closest way to try to get close to you is through the plumbing pipes. Okay. So it gets deep, man. It gets deep. You know, this whole hologram is revolved around spirits. You know, that's why they call it the Saturn moon matrix. Saturn, the planet of, uh, of Satan, you know, um, it, it creates, created this structure around us that we perceive as normal, but it's just spirits trapped around us. You understand me? This is the devil's domain. This is the devil's chessboard game, right? So if you're an empath, right? You are naturally a mirror, okay? So when you come across demons, right? narcissistic people they are demons right they have an obsession with the mirror they have an obsession with the camera and they fight themselves in the presence of these cameras in the presence of these mirrors right these kind of people they could put on five out sorry i'm having beers <laughs> they could put on five outfits you know in two to three hours and they're not happy with themselves. They think every outfit they put on is ugly, right? They put on a new outfit. They go in front of the mirror and they throw tantrums. They just don't like the outfit and how it fits them. And they throw tantrums. And you have to understand that they're defeating and they're bonding with their demons through the mirror, which is a portal, okay? And then the two eyes are the windows to the soul. They are the windows to the soul. So when these kind of people look in a mirror all day, or even, you know, when they take a selfie or when they video record themselves, right? They, they, they're, they're looking and they're, they're looking at themselves and, and there are other entities on the other side of that camera or the mirror telling them you don't look good. You are not attractive, right? And because the eyes are the window to the soul, you know, this makes the person believe that, right? And that's why it's important to have a healthy balance between looking in front of a mirror 
and also taking selfies or videos, okay? It is highly important, you know, to to have a balance with those kind of things. Or even going through your phone gallery and looking at your selfies. Don't look at those kind of things all day to the point where you become self-obsessed because that's the way they communicate with you. So when you become highly extreme with looking at your selfies, with looking at your videos, with constantly recording yourself, with constantly taking selfies, with constantly looking at yourself in a mirror, you know, you are bonding and communicating with your demons, okay? And they eventually start fucking with your perception. They start fucking with your self-esteem and they start trying to make you feel like you're not attractive enough. So that's why it's important to have a balance with these things, okay? Um, you know, um, like usually narcissists, they travel all over the place with a fucking mirror in their purse or in their back, right? All over the place, they travel with a mirror, you know? And a mirror, you shouldn't be with the same mirror over five years because through each five years, you know, you're going through a different phase of your life, right? So you may have gone through a depressive stage, you know, that's what demons feed off of. So you may have gone through a depressive stage from the age of 20 through 25, and you may have been defeating yourself, looking in the mirror, calling yourself unattractive and all this extra nonsense. And then you may go through another phase in your life. And what happens is mirrors carry a lot of intentions, right? This is why in the spiritual community, they say it's very important to go in front of a mirror and say positive affirmation. I it, That is true. But you also shouldn't be around the same mirror through your entire life, okay? Because mirror carry energies, they carry intentions. And that is how you are calling in the negative entities behind that portal, right? It's just like the, the cartoon Snow White, right? Um, so you have to be very cautious with looking in front of a mirror, with looking in front of a camera, and with looking in front of your own, you know, just going through your, your um, photographs, you have to be very careful with those type of things. You shouldn't be too excessive with, uh, you know, just focusing on looking at that, okay? And being self-obsessed with yourself. That's exactly how negative entities, aka the demons, they create a bond with you. And they create some form of bridge with you where they can feed off of your insecurities, okay? And they start attacking you, you know, and you start becoming a narcissist and you're not even aware that you're a fucking narcissist. And then you start preying on the empaths who are mirrors between this realm and the metaphysical realm. And, you know, you start stalking them, you start preying on them, and you just want you know, their attention all the time because they are offering you a mirror that, you know, um, you are desperately, you know, feeding off of, right? 
And then this puts an empath in the position where it's like they're constantly attracting selfish, narcissistic, self-absorbed people, right? That just are preying on their energy, you know, their attention, right? Um, Their mirror effect, you know, and this is when an empath should develop a metaphysical boundary between themselves and these energies that are trying to transmute through the metaphysical realm, okay? And it's very important for people to understand this, especially empaths, because this spiritual realm or this physical 3D realm we're dealing with is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? And you don't want to be trapped in a position where, you know, you are just an enabler. You are just an emotional dumpster, okay? And at the end of you offering a listening ear, of you being there for somebody, you're just drained. And it's all one-sided, right? And then you start feeling depressed. You start feeling insecure. You start feeling that your self-esteem is lower than usual after the presence of these people because these kind of people, they're fighting themselves through your mirror because the mirror is a portal. So what an empath is, is a portal between this physical realm and the metaphysical realm. And what empath needs to realize is that, you know, at the end of the day, they are a human being, okay, they exist, and, you know, um, they deserve the same love and respect that they give out to others, you know, um, freely, right? They, they, they have to understand boundaries, because these entities out here, they don't understand boundaries, okay? They just feed off of you, you understand me? And the biggest challenge is to understand boundaries. And that's why if you are a real empath, you will understand. Your intuition is going to tell you anyways that you need to go in the path of solitude so you can have a strong sense of awareness and you can be aware of what's a genuine connection versus what is a leech or a demon or the devil himself presenting itself in front of you because they're using you for your mirror um reflection section of your um aura you understand me so that's why it's important for empaths specifically to have more solitude than the average person because they need to know the difference between a genuine connection versus an attachment, okay? You have to also understand that these kind of entities, they operate through a codependent vibration. And sometimes they can trap you and confuse you into thinking that you are codependent because, you know, empaths like to put others first. They like to... um you know, put others before them, you know, um, and if there's no awareness and there's no self-discipline, right, between boundaries and the physical 3D and the metaphysical 3D, 
they could put themselves in a position of being the ultimate doormat. And this is why it's important for them, like I mentioned numerous times, to have solitude. Okay, because your solitude is going to be your best friend. It's not only going to strengthen your boundaries, but it's going to strengthen your superpowers. Without you being distracted or you being an emotional um, enabler or a dumpster for others out there, and you just isolating yourself and, you know, um, stop allowing your sensitivity to kind of consume you and overpower, you know, what your soul or your source is trying to tell you. You know, when you go into complete isolation and you just completely closed everybody out, right? Not allow one person to have access to you. This puts you in an isolated position with yourself. And it may seem dark, it may seem crazy, but the reality is, is that that's how you're going to understand yourself deeper and you're going to understand your powers, your supernatural powers, right? You know, and this is why demons and the devil himself, they try hard, you know, to keep you distracted from going down that path because they know, they know that if you go inward and, you know, you go in monk mode, you know, it, everybody's on a different stage with themselves, you know, um, your source is going to speak to you when you decide to go in isolation and not have any distractions. Your source is going to speak to you. God, whatever you want to call it, is going to speak to you and is going to tell you, hey, you need to be here for a little bit. I'm going to let you know when it's time to, you know, open up and merge with another person. But for now, you just need to be here. You need to just stop being so receptive and so open to what's going on outside of you. Because at the end of the day, this realm is the devil's domain. You know, this this realm is the devil's playground. This is this is a, this is its devil. This is the the chessboard for the devil, right? Sat that Saturnian moon matrix. So if you are a real empath, you will understand that you need more isolation. You need to connect more with the source. You are going to lose people in the process. You're going to lose jobs. You may even fucking move from one environment to another. Okay? And you have to follow the process. All right? You have to follow the process. You know, you may blindly take leaps of faith. You may move. You may relocate. You may, you're going to lose a lot of people in the process. But at the end of the day, what's important is for you to understand that when you're connected with the source, you are connected to everything around you, but you are detached from everything. And that's where you're going to want to be at. Okay? Because at the end of the day, Everything is made out of nothing, but nothing is made out of everything, okay? So it's important not to create attachments within matters within this hologram, 
All right? Because it's all illusions. It's all made out of the imagination. So it's important for you to stay fluid. All right? You have to understand how to be fluid and adaptive to change. Okay? You may go from one environment to another. You may lose a lot of people. You may lose a lot of jobs. Okay? You may go, you may job hop. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. You may job hop because you're going to start knowing and feeling what is a toxic work environment and what isn't. So unfortunately, I don't like to say this, but there's a lot more toxicity on this hologram than there is of goodness because of the way the system is structured. And, you know, a lot of us have been programmed since we've been babies, you know, so we, we, we really don't know what's right from wrong, what's good from bad. You understand me? But your source will always tell you, forget about everybody outside of you. Forget about what people are preaching. Forget about what people are telling you. Forget about that. Okay. Know how to retreat in isolation and silence and darkness and connect with the source because that is what's going to guide you between right to wrong, you know, good from bad and, you know, such forth. That's the only thing that's going to guide you because we have five senses that we are aware of, right? Sight, smell, taste, um, listening, right? And what's the other one? Touching and vision, right? There's the five senses. Sight, smell, taste. Oh, no, I actually mentioned vision already. <laughs> um, listening. And what's the other one? Oh, no, I actually said it right. <laughs> I said it right. Sight, taste, smell, vision, and touching, right? Those are the five senses that operate in the physical 3D. Those are the five senses that basically communicate with our body and, and, and gives us signal, you know, within what's going on around us, within what is, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it, it these are antennas. They're, they're different antennas. And they basically send a piece of information to us to bring us awareness on what is presented in front of us, right? But that is just operating in the 3D, okay? And this is the devil's domain. But there are senses beyond that, okay? And empaths naturally tap into those uh, senses beyond the five senses, okay? And this is why... The devil or demons, they uh, they try to attack us. They prey on us. They stalk us, you know, because they cannot understand why we are able to tap into other senses that go beyond their comprehension. They're not able to tap into those senses. Those are senses that only an empath could tap into, okay? So you're basically become a target in the spiritual realm for these kind of entities. They don't they don't understand you. 
They don't understand how are you able to pick up on those other senses beyond what they're able to tap into, you know, because demons or the devil himself, you know, likes to control things within the domain of the devil's playground. Okay. So when you understand the power of solitude and you understand the power of isolation and silence and just darkness, you start shutting off the five senses that trap you in this domain and you start tapping into other senses beyond that okay and that is out of their control you know so once you start tapping into those different senses all right it becomes a joke when you start operating on this physical 3d you're going to instantly know when you're dealing with a demon. You're going to instantly know when you're dealing with the devil himself. Because the devil, he basically is a chameleon. All right. He is everything you ever wanted. But only when it comes to your five senses. So he's only able to trick you through the five sense sensing domain. Right. So he will be, he'll come wrapped up in everything you ever wanted demons on the other hand they're not able to do that demons just feed off of your depression your insecurity your anxiety you know um you lacking sleep you you know you dwelling you know things like that you being sad you know those are things that demons are able to feed off of but the devil himself he is a chameleon. He transformed his physical appearance into the pleasures of your five senses, which will feed your ego. Okay? And this is why it's important to be aware of yourself and it's important to be aware of your ego. You know, because once you're aware of your ego, once you are aware of yourself, it is very difficult for the devil to trick you through the five sensory domain, okay? He tries to keep you in his world, no matter what. But once you are not affected by your five sensory sensational temptations, okay? You start ascending. You start tapping into other sensories that are beyond your comprehension, right? They they start becoming more supernatural, psychic abilities, intuition. You know what I'm saying? Things like in the in that nature, right? Telepathic abilities. You know, once you start tapping into those different supernatural sensory um domains, you know, you start kind of like elevating yourself and you start looking at this big chessboard or this big playground that you that you've been heavily involved in from a higher level right from a broader perspective and then you start looking at everything more broadly because you're elevating yourself you're not in there but you're you're ascending so you start seeing it from a different perspective as you are ascending right and this gives you the upper hand this allows you to kind of look at the whole chessboard, right? Or to look at the whole playground for what it is. And this allows you to know how to move and maneuver around what's going on in that domain. 
You understand what I'm saying? So this is why solitude is very important. I cannot stress this enough. A lot of people don't understand solitude. They really don't. There's people that they're saying they're introverted, but they're codependent as fuck. Okay, there's people that say, oh, I'm introverted. I love being alone, but, you know, they're codependent as fuck. They've never been single. They've never been without a marriage. They they never, like, been by themselves. So they're, they're just lying to themselves. I'm talking about the real deal. People that, you know, basically removed their current jobs. They currently relocated. They lost all their friends. They may even have gone through a divorce or they may have lost their partner, you know, um, things in that nature, removing all the attachment, wiping it out, you know, and going into complete monk mode. That is the only way you're going to connect with the source. And that is the only way the source is going to speak to you and tell you what is right from wrong based on what you gave matter to in your physical domain, okay? Because what you have to understand, the devil comes in everything you ever wanted. He feeds your ego, but he doesn't feed the soul. So he comes wrapped up in everything you ever wanted, okay? But is a cheap exchange of things, all right? It's a cheap gamble because you think you want in life, by, you know, exchanging a quick, temporary relief. But all of that dissolves. All of that expires. And then you start facing yourself. You start facing this hologram. And you start asking yourself, what is life? And this is why so many people are miserable in marriages, in relationships, or whatever they settle for in life they're miserable because they don't understand that they basically made a deal with the devil in exchange for a small temporary relief that was going to eventually dissolve or expire because the devil himself he can potentially deceive you right and feed your five sensory bullshit you, you know, but at the end of the day, he cannot ever feed the soul. He cannot come close to the soul. The soul is deep. Okay. So he may be appealing within the five physical realm. Okay. Or, or, or the superficial matter of things or the artificial matter of things. So he may feed off of those things. He may appeal to those things but what you have to understand that all of that expires all of that dissolves because at the end of the day everything is made out of nothing and nothing is made out of everything so the devil's domain is the material realm you understand me so if you go ahead and negotiate yourself to the devil and say okay you know i got this i got that i got the dream job i got this, this, and the third, but is only feeding your five sensory realm, your ego, you know, all of that is going to dissolve. And at the end of that, you're, you're still going to face yourself. 
you're still going to feel extra lonely. And guess what? Because you made that exchange with the devil. Now you trapped yourself in a chamber. You trapped yourself in a chamber, you know, and you're miserable. You're lonely. You see how that works? Because you was desperate, you know. So that's why it's important to kind of like go into solitude, go into isolation and figure yourself out. Feel your emotions wholeheartedly and, and, and know the difference between good and bad, right to wrong. And what feeds the soul and what's feeding the ego. You know, it's important to understand these things as you're dealing with this hologram because your body is an antenna. That's what your body is. It's an antenna. Okay? So, you know, it it, it, bottle, it, it, it boils down to you and how self-aware you are. You know, and if you're an empath, right, which you are a mirror, you are going to be highly targeted you know, you're going to be stalked, heavily stalked by these kind of entities because they just are self-obsessed obsessed, and they just want your mirror, okay? And you need to know the difference between a genuine connection versus a, a, a self-obsessed obsessed person that just wants to use your mirror, okay? You need to know the difference because... What happens is with empaths, if they don't develop healthy boundaries in the 3D and in the metaphysical realm, they start absorbing those uh, energies and whatnot from the other person. And they start um, taking it over and, and, and they start feeling it to the point where they think it's their own. You understand me? They start thinking that those energies are their own energies. And they start becoming um, possessed and they start basically becoming vulnerable and becoming an easy um, asses for these dark entities to prey and leech off of them. You know, but if you take your solitude seriously, you know, it's going to help you develop not only physical 3D healthy boundaries, but metaphysical boundaries, and it's going to help you understand the difference between a genuine connection and somebody that's just trying to leech off of you and, and just thinking that you're some sort of emotional enabler or emotional dumpster, you know. So I just felt like elaborating on that tonight. You know, hopefully it helps somebody out there, you know, but these are important things that people don't think about. People don't understand, you know. The whole empath thing is becoming a fucking trend and is pissing me off. Because I could tell the difference between an empath and somebody that's full of shit, you know, as a cancer. But, you know, it's it's really disturbing and it's really scary, you know. But, uh, you know, hopefully this helps somebody out there. And, you know, hopefully you find your way through all the distractions and all the bullshit um, you know, and just hopefully you find yourself, you know, back home because at the end of the day, we're all walking ourselves back home. So hopefully you find that path and hopefully you find that doorway and hopefully you figure yourself out. You know, like I mentioned before, we are all dealing with different devils in different levels, right? So
you know, you reach another level and there's going to be a devil there. You're going to reach another higher level and there's going to be another devil there, you know, because this is the devil's domain, right? But once you start tapping into the sensor, into the senses beyond the five senses, that's when the devil cannot reach you. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm about to wrap this up. You know, I just wanted to quickly elaborate on that. And, uh, you know, just just uh, learn to have boundaries and, and learn to be in straight solitude. It's difficult for most people. They'll make excuses. You know, I met a lot of idiots out here that they claim they're introverted and they always live in solitude, but I never seen them single a day in my life. <laughs> Shit baffles me. Shit baffles me. They're like, oh, I'm introverted. Oh, I love being in solitude. And they're codependent as fuck. They've never been single a day in their life. Like, people are fucking weird. You know, they just lie to themselves 24-7. And it's fucking pathetic and sad. Because don't people realize that your actions and your choices are going to basically snitch on you for what's coming out of your mouth? You know, like, hello, that's how disconnected people are. You know, like, it's really sad. Like, if you're going to say something, stand by it. Stand by it. Stop making poor excuses. Stop lying to yourself because your current choices, your current living conditions or circumstances is going to tell me everything I need to see. Actions speak louder than words. You can go ahead and say that you're an introvert, you're an empath, you live in solitude, but all you do is hop from one relationship to the next, from one marriage to the next, okay? Or or you just never been single. You you decided to settle for your one-sided marriage, your one-sided relationship, your one-sided friendships, and, and, and you're fucking telling me that you know how to be in solitude? You're a joke. You are a weak will person in my eyes because people that know how to be in solitude does not live like that. Okay. If anything, they're taking more leaps of faith. They're repelling away from toxic work environment, toxic one-sided relationships, toxic one-sided friendships, or just toxic environments, period. Okay, and they know how to be in solitude without allowing their body to be interrupted. Okay, you know, you're basically negotiating yourself with the devil for an exchange of chump change. You're scamming yourself. You're scamming yourself. All right. You're allowing your body to be a sexual object. Because. You don't want to be alone, but you are actually a billion times more lonelier by doing that kind of negotiation, you know, than just to be in proper solitude and just removing and wiping everything out that is one sided, you know, so miss me with that bullshit, man. I'm an actual cancer. I see through everybody. I see through people. I don't give a fuck what's coming out of your mouth. I see your actions. I see your choices. And I see how you're moving and I see what you're doing. And that's going to show me and tell me everything I need to see. Okay. So hopefully this helps somebody out there. You guys have a good one.
and I'll keep throwing some podcasts. Take care. Peace out, guys.